Hi everyone, it's Blessing. It's Michaela, And welcome to the Remit Your Admin Podcast. So today we want to talk about what life after undergrad looks like for the both of us. And why we made the decisions we've made and what going to school meant for us. So Blessing, do you want to maybe jump in and just talk about what you're doing now or what you decided was best for you after undergrad and just maybe even those feelings of okay I'm done you know we've been doing school for so many years and now they're just like okay your career is over so find a new career you know yeah for sure um when I came back my last semester looked interesting because I came back from Ghana uh in January and then I started my last semester at San Francisco State and it was a very interesting semester and I was just like I was just numb through that last semester and I don't know how I graduated but I graduated with grace that looked great and then right after graduation and I was just like oh okay so I moved back home what do I do now I had like two weeks of not like looking at anything I just I just watched TV and played with my little cousins for like two weeks. I'm like, okay, after that two weeks, I was like, you probably need to find a job now. And yeah, I could go and work at Popeye's or work at a care home because like those are the works I did when I was doing undergrad. But I'm like, yeah, I have a whole degree now and like loans to pay. That isn't going to cut it. And I started looking for jobs. And D was my best friend for like about six months almost a year I was like on Indeed I probably sent over like a hundred I probably sent over a hundred applications to different places and I didn't get a call back and I was so frustrated it was it was really bad it got to a point where like the summer was when I really started internalizing like the experience I had in Ghana it started coming together that I'm done with school I'm not going back for another semester and I just, I don't know, after school, I just got depressed, really. I would just sleep. I would, like, put in job application. I was, like, put a quarter of, like, maybe sending five or six applications a day. And then after I did that, I would just really just go to sleep. And that's how it was looking for a minute right after I graduated. And it's really bad, I think schools need to have like exiting um counseling that's mm-hmm. something that universities really have to put into play because i can not be in school for like four or five years and right after i'm done you're like oh yeah yeah now go figure it out the whole point of like the university system or the higher education is when you come out you should have a job waiting for you in your field of work so there are a lot of things that people can do for that to happen but like for a lot of us it doesn't happen that way you have to find a work right after graduating and that is the part that they don't tell you about that little that little depressing period where you're just trying to figure it out and like how am I going to pay rent especially living in California how about you Michaela mm, um so I guess because you know you graduated a year before me um i am fresh into that whole thing that you just described Mm -hmm. you know i think now i've been graduated for five months um which all of this COVID time has just kind of run together Mm -hmm. but um i definitely started feeling 
the angst and the nerves toward the end of first semester last year and um I just remember starting to talk to like all these professors that I I had a good relationship with a lot of my professors but you know I studied abroad and a lot of other things so I didn't always just talk to them unless it was about like office hours about class or something like that and I just started going and saying this is what I think I might want to do like how can I do that and just expecting these people to have answers for me like I'm talking to a bio psych professor about clinical counseling you know so um that's when it started to hit me that I actually had no idea what I wanted to do but I just kept saying no it'll be fine like I'm graduating though it's kind of what you said you know that you expect to have something waiting for you because mm-hmm. you put in all this time and mm-hmm. not even just the the four or the five or the however many years but your whole life before that mm-hmm. <laughs> um we you know we grow up going to school and leading up to higher education or to whatever you know to this this career like we all have to have this dream job so yes. it's like all right I'm getting closer to this dream job that I have to have mm-hmm. it hasn't manifested itself like so the nerves really started to build and um I my last semester was like half of it was in person and then COVID hit so the other half was like online and like at home but before I went home like before COVID I kind of got in touch with some people that helped me and now I kind of have a better idea of what I want to do but at the same time I still just did not have any real clear answers by May 15th and so that's kind of where I was like post-grad and now five months later I still don't know what that path is going to look like Mm. I might go back to school um that career that (laughs) 100 applications I feel that I've been on LinkedIn for all these months Mm -hmm. you know applying for these remote jobs that I you know have not really gotten um and the things that I have had offers in are not things that you know I went to school and spent all this money for Mm -hmm. so um I don't know it's a very interesting experience but I think the the one thing that has helped me is the fact that I'm like moving so um so yeah I actually wanted to ask you how was that whole transition in like May when COVID hit from like just being in class learning to yeah you're not coming back after spring break so everything's gonna be online now for me I know that online learning is not is not for me I had like maybe four or five online classes through my whole undergrad career and those classes I didn't do like my best in because it's just so hard to keep up online learning for me it's just not for me so like I really want to know like how how did you cope with that um, first off, you're brave because four or five was a lot. Like, I took one <laughs> online, like, art history class because it was just, like, mandatory. Um, and that was even just a struggle. I was up at 11.59 every Thursday to submit that one little assignment, you know, because it just wasn't on my mind. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely difficult because it was not only just, you know, like, a semester online. It was my final semester, so I was already in and out of the career center and having all these appointments, and I also was doing an internship on campus and doing something that I really, really cared about and working with the youth, and so when that stopped, it was kind of like, dang, you know, like, this is, like, I was finally getting to do something that I really loved, and then 
it was just kind of like nah and so I did other things with that internship after we went online but it's not the same as that hands-on in person you know Mm -hmm. um so that was very hard and then obviously um having those those hard classes you know your last semester classes it was very hard and just feeling really isolated at a time when because schools don't always give you that exit counseling or that that safety net you Mm -hmm. know you have your friends for those last few months Mm -hmm. together that you've known for four years or Mm -hmm. however long and it was kind of like we didn't have that especially because we didn't really know what COVID was Mm -hmm. and so it's just like nah we can't see each other so like a video call or a zoom in class wasn't the same and so I think the isolation was something that a lot of youth will probably speak to um with that first semester and I'm sure even now but um yeah yeah that that was rough (laughs) I totally understand that I know um I know a couple of people who have had like the good opportunity of just finding careers and finding jobs right after they graduated or having jobs like waiting for them after they graduate and those people like I didn't know to until my last semester because it was one of the classes I needed to take which was an internship class I wish I knew about that internship class maybe like when I first got to SFSU maybe I would have taken a few of them gotten to like on an interpersonal level with some of the companies and I'd be like okay this is probably where I want to go I have connections here and this is where I'm going to do this so when I talk to students who are just starting that higher education journey, I'm like, do that internship, do your internship, network. All those people that you're in classes with, network with them. Network. Get to know them, build some interpersonal relationship with them, find people who think like you and network with them because those are people who are going to be in positions that are going to help you. It's true. It's really who you know. Mm-hmm. Your resume can be flawless, outstanding, but and that's your boots it's like network network and just ready it's who you know because if 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 you know somebody in a company there's a little percentage more that you might be getting in or be getting that position so just network yeah i i feel that and i think that that would be my advice for a lot of younger students too is network and also ask those questions in class when it's not clear and (laughs) speak up in class too um and challenge what you hear in class too because when you're able to to do that i think it just gives you that real world training um i agree and so i guess you could say the initial post-grad situation was kind of rocky but what about now bless yeah it it really was but it's good because I know when I graduated first, I was like, I don't want to find a job. I just, I wanted to do the Peace Corps. I'm like, it's going to be a great place to start. And I wanted to go back to Africa as soon as possible. Like that, for months that I was in school for, I'm like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> I need to go back. And so I'm like, the Peace Corps was my escape where housing was going to get paid for, I was going to get paid and I was going to experience a network with people outside of the country doing things that I really enjoyed enjoyed doing. But COVID hit. I know right after, I really wasn't doing good in California mentally. So I moved to Vegas for a while and I was staying out there. 
and I was working at Amazon Gross. <laughs> don't recommend it, but you know things happen. You have to do what you, what you have to do sometimes in life. But I got this really awesome opportunity to come back to Cali and work um, at my community college at Chabot. And now I'm like helping students with that um, during this whole online learning experience, and I'm loving it just because. I get to be back in a space that I absolutely love around people that have helped me grow and helped me um, be the person that I am sitting here. So Shabal was so instrumental in my higher education journey. And so just being back and working with students and being that person that just pushed them forward is just really just fulfilling to me. But yeah, just it's that whole networking thing because when I left Shibol, I, I, I left I, I left my mark on Shibol, so that also helped. Um, um, first off, I'm so happy for you. I think just being able to see the whole process of you know you and Ghana during your senior year and then coming back, obviously. We were all just so sad, <laughs> like just imagining coming back, you know, but then having to say, okay, I don't have time to process these feelings. Mm-hmm. I have to finish, you know, I got this one semester, yeah. but, um, and then being able to, when I came back, seeing you just graduated and all of the things that you described and finally processing all those things and those emotions and um, then finding out that, you know, because of COVID, you couldn't do the Peace Corps. Mm-hmm. And now just seeing you in a space that nurtured you, you know, yeah. and now being able to nurture the babies. Oh, and no. I just, I'm so happy for you. And yes. I just think it's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy. I'm ready for feel who I am right now. And I feel like this job opportunity is giving me like a new perspective on things and it's a really nice safety net that is just boosting me to go forward in other things. For the longest time for me, I was playing my life a year ahead or five years ahead. So when I got out of school and I couldn't do that, that was also really frustrating. But now I'm on track with that. So it's really, I'm in a good place. And people might think that it's not, it's not possible. Like right after you graduate high school, I know people who, not high school, but um your undergrad I know people who still are struggling to find jobs but it's out there you just really have to look and you have to take yourself outside of your safety net outside of where you're comfortable and you'll find something for sure and I think too that sometimes that job maybe there is no description for what you want and sometimes we have to create that for ourselves Uh um which you know kind of brings me to roots and us wanting to return to the continent mm-hmm. and doing work throughout the whole diaspora and um so sometimes if that job isn't there you know and, and that environment isn't there you can create it and you can manifest it and also you don't always even need college for that and I think that that's something that probably I can speak to personally I always found like school as my safety net and as my like safe place I guess you could say just because you know, it was it's just very constant. Um, and so I think I never really thought outside of school. And even in undergrad, I was like, all right, so I'll be done here in like four years. Mm-hmm. And then after that, 
I'll do this two-year mm-hmm. master's program. And then after that, and I had the list of names of schools that I was going to apply to and the requirements to get into these schools. And I got the credentials and all these other things. Um, but then it, it hit me that I don't know if Western education is really the path I want to take. And I might, you know, continue school, um, but I might not. And just finding out, though, that there are so many outlets to get to that end goal is just really beautiful. I agree with you on some serious note. Manifesting, that's something that you have to you have to see it. You have to want it and you have to believe that it's yours. Yeah. My whole life, I'm telling you, I manifest things. It's like even this job, I saw the job that I have right now. I saw the the list of things that I needed. I saw the resume. I saw I saw everything. I'm like, okay, yeah, so this job was written for me. So yeah, this is mine. And I'm gonna be working this job and I'm gonna be the person who gets this job. And I said that to myself. And of course, you can't just manifest things and go sleep. You gotta go work for it. Just like doing work behind it, making sure that you have your interview on point and just like looking apart and sounding apart just manifesting it and also going out there and working for it is everything on to that my killer manifested herself in Ghana and she worked for it and my killer is going to Ghana in what in three days we can we can say three point five. You got her three point five days. I don't know if that's possible. Three and a half days. Three and a half days. I got some time. <laughs> three and a half days, and you're gonna be in Ghana eating some coconuts and mangoes, and just and just eating the abrobe, and just you're gonna be in Ghana. And I'm so happy for you. And I'm so glad that you worked towards this. And it's 3.5 days away. <laughs> Thank you. No, honestly, I I can definitely relate to the manifesting. And I probably <laughs> months before I left Ghana, but definitely the day we were, the night we were at the airport, um, I just kept telling everyone, you know, I was like crying my little emotional self and just telling everyone no i'll be back it's fine i'll be back baby i'm I'm coming back like everything is fine um and then really deciding that that's what i wanted and that's what i meant and my last year of school i was able to do things you know toward my psychology path and everything but i also decided i'm gonna work and I'm going to work as many hours as I need to. And I'm going to do everything I need to do so that I can truly just go and be, you know. And I will definitely be doing work for Roots. But, again, I feel like that's, like, my heart's work. Mm-hmm. My life's work. Like, that's not work, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a blessing that we're able to work with communities throughout yes. the diaspora. So, I think, yeah. Um, but just really seeing what you want and claiming it and... Um, it's, it can be hard because, I mean, again, three, <laughs> 3.5 days away, but it's still hard for me to be like, now you're going because it, it's that self-doubt sometimes of like, yes. you never know what can happen. You never know what can happen. Like, I might be at the airport and they might tell me, no, I might, yes. whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just combating that 
as much as you need to because you know part of me still in the back of my head is like nah you're gonna get to the gate in Lisbon they're like nah I'm sorry you gotta go back home or I'm gonna get to a crowd and be like nah I'm sorry like we can't let you in or but I do know though that in three and a half days I'm going to be in a crowd and in four days I'm going to wake up in Ghana <laughs> so and it is and maybe that would be our um, self-care meaning is just manifest. Manifest what you want your life to look like. Mm. Imagine it. Dream it. Go to places where you have people or things that you want. Just go there and manifest it. Just buy some crystals. And when you're manifesting it, meditate on it. And just see it. See it. Dream it. Touch it. And it will be. It really will. Trust me. <laughs> it will be because I know like what manifesting things have done in my life. And Sister Kayla can say that. And we know people who can say that. So if you doubt it, just like try it for like, try it for a few weeks. Again, don't just say it and now work towards it. You have to say it and work towards it and it will come. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I definitely think that that is such a powerful form of self-care you know Mm -hmm. to care for yourself so much that you say first of all i'm gonna do the work to find out what i want Mm -hmm. you know because that is even a thing um and then also i'm going to do the work to obtain what i want and i'm going to trust the process and i'm going to trust the universe or whatever source you you believe is you know aiding you in that process Mm -hmm. You're going to trust it and you're going to trust yourself mm-hmm. enough to get it done. And I think that is such self-care. Like to have so, yeah, yeah, I could just keep going. But <laughs> I think that's really powerful. And I would say that's also, you know, my self-care second. That's it. Um, let's believe in ourselves. Let's do things that make us happy. Let's do things that contribute to our communities. Yes. And um Let's love each other and let's love ourselves. And um, in terms of music, do you have any recommendations? I know lately music has been a little, it has been a little dry for me, which is crazy because I used to live in the music every day. But I've been working so much that I haven't been, that haven't been. But Whenever I have a time or I'm reading or I'm just trying to concentrate or I'm doing like an office hour and when our students come in, I want them to like just be calm. I always play. Her name is, oof, I'm going to butcher it and I feel bad, but her name is um, Fatumata Duera and she has this new, well it's not new, it's 2018, but it's called Fenso something to say and like this whole album like i can't like i was saying in the last podcast i just can't recommend one song because people put their heart and souls into albums go listen to like um fin fin fall this is something to say by fatimata dueli and like she is from where is she from she's from mali i believe she's from mali and like she speaks in traditional tongues and her you can't understand what she's saying but like her words are everything like just google what she's saying and it's just everything but i I would recommend that 
Yeah. Um, that's what we were jamming to earlier, right? No, we were jamming to Asha. Okay, okay. Yeah, but that, well, that's a good one also. That album was <laughs> good. That was my soundtrack in Ghana. Asha was just Aww. the specific album. What's everything to me in Ghana? Well, shoot, I'm going to go listen. Yes. Um, I think personally, I made this playlist called Peace of Mind. Mm. But it's really cute because you know how my name is like M-A-I? So, like, my best friend calls me Mai. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was like, Peace of M-A-I. Mm. It's just very cute. So, I like also, you know, missing my friends and everything. So, my best friend kind of inspired that playlist too. But, um,. I made that playlist, and it consists of a lot of, like, Karim Bailey Ray, and uh, uh, some India Ari, and um, some Ari, and a few other artists, and so I've kind of just had that on just, like, spinning through. Um, That playlist has been really great, because I've definitely needed some peace of mind in these last few weeks with just preparing to move and all the other crazy things that happen and COVID and all the craziness of 2020. So, um, yeah. And I guess from that playlist, I could recommend the song. Mm. Honestly, I might just have to recommend the whole <laughs> Kareem Bailey Ray album. What is that album called? I think it's called Like a Star. Mm. I don't know, but if you find Like a Star and the song Butterfly, um, they're both on the same album, and then, you know, that kind of help you get to the album. But I'll put some songs on the playlist from that album. Um, It's just a very great one. And my grandmother's birthday was a few days ago, and that was an album that she played a lot. And so it was just something that um, kept me feeling grounded and, you know helped me feel like I was celebrating her as well and it's just a very good album so yeah that's it for me and I think by the time this is out (laughs) I will be in Accra or somewhere in Ghana so um safe travels to my future self and I hope everyone is well and I love you all and baby bless Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings and manifestation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.